Syrian rebel forces have long been crossing the border into Turkey. Some of their commanders are even based there. Last month, the Free Syrian Army's Supreme Military Council announced it was moving its command center from Turkey to the countryside in northern Syria. The move was meant to consolidate forces inside Syria. But as Shira Frankel reports from Antakya, Turkey, it may be hard to bring many ragtag rebel units into the fold. At least half a dozen Syrian rebel fighters regularly gather at this hotel to trade notes, and at least a few barbs. Nearly each table has a laptop as they show off their latest footage of their fighting units, or katibas. Mohammed Zatar is a commander of the Al-Rab Wolf's Brigade in Hama. He shows off the video of his unit's exploits to Jamil, a well-known Syrian activist in Antakya. Jamil nods and explains to me that this is clearly a real katiba. Sometimes 15 to 20 percent just release a video about establishing a katiba. But they're not real. They're not active. Jamil runs a project trying to categorize and verify the various rebel fighting units in Syria. To date, he says, more than 800 katibas have cropped up. But he's dubious about many of them. The general idea of the katiba is that it must be more than 100 people. The difference between real and not real is that half are actually fighting on the ground and the other half are just collecting weapons, or they're fake altogether. Over the past six months, videos posted online have shown everything from units posing with plastic replica guns to a one-man katiba asking for Saudi cash to defend his textile factory. But even the units that are fighting can be something of a joke. There's no order, there's no structure. Alex is an ex-Marine who served two tours of duty in Iraq. He asked not to use his real name to protect his identity, since he's been helping the rebels. He knows people think he's a spy, but he says he simply felt solidarity with the rebels' cause and figured they could use his expertise. Well, you figure it's like a woman on the side of the road that doesn't know how to change her tire. She's got a flat tire and a car full of children, you know what I mean? If I know how to change a tire, why not help? Within the first few days, he realized that the level of violence in Syria was greater than anything he had ever seen in Iraq. I saw more in five days than I have seen my whole time, all my tours in Iraq. He describes scenes of massive civilian casualties and destroyed cities. While he couldn't do anything to stop the regime, he says he could offer basic training to the Syrian rebel units. We would drive around to different battalion units, you know, around the border and then around the different parts of the city. And I'd give classes, you know, just in basic maneuvers and, and things like that. He says that most units, even if they were involved in the fighting, had never gotten even the most rudimentary military training. So he helped. Like breaking it down, yeah. This is a good sniping position. This is a, a good way to move from A to Z. This is, you know, like keep your house clean. Like where you guys are going to get sick. You're living on top of each other. Just ev- everything, you know what I mean? Like don't fight in your sandals, you know what I mean? <laughs> And they, wouldn't, they didn't want to let me go. Alex says he saw rampant jealousy and infighting between the units, including those that were meant to be fighting in the same area. There are serious issues about how the Syrian rebel units are structured. He describes driving out of Aleppo one night to try and convince the head of a well-funded katiba to transfer some weapons to a unit fighting inside the city of Aleppo, in desperate need of guns. We're in the middle of the desert, and we drive, and it's all farm, and then there's a villa with a big wall. This is like a move, like in Scarface. I mean, you know, they're all sitting around in their tracksuits and, like, comfortable, you know, very comfortable outside of this city. 
And yeah, this guy was like not going to budge. We sat there for an hour and a half, two hours. The incident showed him the lack of cooperation and unity on the Syrian rebel front, and it left him wondering whether they're going to make it. For now, Alex is planning his next trip back in to help. For The World, I'm Shira Frankel.